everybody, welcome to the X Report. I'm Raven X, and it is time for our annual end of the year WWE Awards. But obviously, if I'm talking WWE, I can't talk it by myself. So I am joined by an extra, extra, extra special guest. He's my Embry bro, my Embry ho, my embryo, Chris Waters. Hey, buddy, how goes it? Hey, what's going on? What's going on? Happy to be here. Happy to have you. I know we're going to get into the nitty gritty soon. But uh, WWE in 2023... How how did you like this year of wrestling overall? Uh, I love this year for wrestling, uh, especially, well, I only watch WWE. I don't know why I about to say especially WWE. Uh, I feel like WWE had a great year. Um, I can't think of any, like, just down, like, bad points of the year, you know. Yeah, it's always something that could have been done better, I guess, every year. But I feel like the quality content and everything was just amazing this year. Yeah, this year was pretty great. I mean... It's never going to be perfect, but I mean, just based off what we saw, I'm very excited for the future. And yeah, I mean, 2023 was a really, really good year, especially like when I was going back looking at pay-per-views and stuff. Um, I was like, well, mostly like the grades as I was like filling out my like award winners or whatever. And I was like, dang, like, I don't, I think the lowest graded pay-per-view I had was like a C plus. And I think that was payback. Like everything else got at least a B minus. Yeah. You know. I was thinking of all the pay-per-views for a reason, of course, putting out live events, whatever they call it. And I was just thinking, I'm just like, it was a lot of great ones this year. You know, and, that, and, that, and that's how you want it. You know what I mean? You know, that, that's how you want it. Um, you just want to have a great year like that. You know, it makes the year go by fast, which it has went by fast. This year has gone by, this is probably like the fastest year of my entire life. It's it's actually insane. Okay, we're not just going to keep reminiscing on WWE. We're actually here for a reason. So for those of you who are new and don't know, every year we do an end of the year WWE award show. And essentially what that is, we're going to go through a number of different categories and dish out some of the best and worst things of WWE's wrestling year. Um, It's going to be like the typical, like best match, best feud, blah, 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 but also some creative ones uh, along the way. But before we go ahead and get started, please be sure to check out the export.net. I repeat the export.net for exclusive sports content written by yours truly and fellow export writers. Previous episodes of our lovely podcast and our YouTube channel entitled The Export. So, Embryo, you ready to get started? I mean, I, I guess I'm ready. I, you know, I, I didn't know. I didn't know that we did a show like this every year. You know, I, well, I, this I is like the first school. year. I was, like, I'm not, I wasn't. I wasn't prepared for this. Well, this is the first year, like full time. You're actually participating. So, because like you would come on and do like predictions sometimes, but like you, you in it now. Yeah, I mean, you didn't, you didn't tell me it was this show. You know, I would have popped out the champagne. Uh, would have got some Uncle Nears. You know. You know, we would have been, I would have been ready. You know, this is a celebration. You know, you, you should have told me. Well, it's okay. We can celebrate another time. You know, I would have flew out to you and everything. You, you are, you are, you are such a liar. Because if you weren't even going to come for a free pay-per-view ticket, you weren't going to come up here for this. This is more important than a free pay-per-view ticket. She, whatever. All right. So speaking of <laughs> pay-per-views. Let's kick this award show off with the best pay-per-view or premium live event, whatever you want to call it. I'm old school. I'm going to keep calling it pay-per-view. In your opinion, Embryo, what was the best WWE pay-per-view this year? Uh, This was a tough one. It's funny you started off with this one because it's probably like the hardest question to me. Um, It's about to be cliche, but I'm going to have to go with the the WrestleMania was the best one this year. Since technically, you know, WrestleMania starts a new one. So I would think this WrestleMania they had passed would still count for this year, correct? You talking about the one that was in April? Yes. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm gonna go with WrestleMania. Uh, I'm pretty sure you're gonna probably have a different one. Of course. Jog my memory, but that was one of the best WrestleManias. Not in a while or anything. Cause WrestleMania is usually good. Um, but that was one of the best WrestleManias I've seen in a while. You know, both nights was amazing. Both main events. Um. We continue the story with the shocker with Roman winning for me. You had Roman winning. No, I didn't, um, and I should have. Well, you you wanted to choose Roman. I really wanted to um, choose Roman. Uh, the answer to another question later uh, had one of my favorite match of the year on the card. Um, started the well, it didn't start Mummy, but it started her reign 
you know, uh, a lot of good things happened on that pay per view, uh, and I really enjoyed it. It did start Mommy's reign, by the way. She be strong. Well, uh, it started. It was, Mommy was always the reign. Oh yeah. Right? Oh, I thought you meant like her championship oh, reign. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Her championship reign. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Um, for me, I'm gonna start with like the start of like the year, like, and when I say that, I mean Royal Rumble. This was tough because. Okay. Because, like I said, I mean, this year had a lot of really good ones. But this was, like, the only pay-per-view that got, like, a solid A from me. And you know I am a very hard grader. So, you know, you know, it had to be earned. Uh, But, yeah, the Men's Royal Rumble was great. I mean, everybody named Mama knew that Cody Rose was going to win. But I think they did it in a way where they made so many other people look strong. Like, namely, uh, Gunther to where, like, I think it was just really, really well done. The Women's Royal Rumble was another banger. Obviously, Mommy won, as she should have. Um, What else? Oh, yeah, Roman retains his titles, but then that's when Sami Zayn turned on him, and it just set off one of the best feuds of the year. So that would be uh, my pay-per-view of the year. Great things, That's a good one. You're right. You're right. Uh, Look, I knew you was going to have something different, and, uh, you know, that was a good one, too. Yeah, great pay per view, though. All right, so let's keep on the positive tip. Who, in your opinion, was the best champion in WWE this year? Uh, you know, you had Bianca with her reign, even though it ended. But uh, I'm gonna go with no, uh, probably not a surprise one, but I'm gonna go with Gunther because he's always on TV. One, even though I, Roman most anybody most people would choose Roman, of course, and I understand why completely. Maybe not um, this year. I'm going probably not, you know, and Seth is having a good run too, but I'm going with Gunther, you know, still been a champion since before WrestleMania. Um, put on, even though he hasn't had the best storylines, like someone I always say with Bianca and even what mommy's going through right now, all, but just like Bianca, Bianca Belair, Gunther puts on a great match every time. Even he, like, even just last time he had a, Decent match with the Miz, which I love the Miz. He's not a great wrestler to me, but he had a good match with the Miz. So, Gunther is always going to put on a good match, put on a good show. Um, I love him as champion. He really made that belt something. So, I'm going to go with Gunther. Look at us being in agreement. I also also picked Gunther. Yay, for everything you said. So, oh my gosh. Probably one of the few things we're going to agree on. All right, next up, what was your biggest WTF moment of the year? W, CM Punk coming back. Okay. Uh, being the, I know it's recent. You know, I was a big CM Punk fan uh, back when, uh, you know, the best in the world going on. He was the champion. Um, still a big fan when he walked out, and I just really, really never thought I would see him come back. Um and even at the end of the pay-per-view, you know, I thought it was over. I, Randy came back, which I was happy to see. And just to hear his music go off and to see him come back, out of all the stuff he had said about WWE, he went to the, really wasn't the biggest rival, but biggest rival um, with AEW, you know, getting fired from there. Everybody talking bad about him, talking about how he's not good to work with. And to see him back in WWE, the WWE that Triple H runs, which he wasn't good friends with Triple H at all, was just a big moment, which I love, and I love the way it's going now. That's real. Um, Yeah, I was absolutely shocked that he did come back just because, like, we talked about this at length after uh, Survivor Series, but, like, WWE doesn't need him. And so I'm interested to see exactly, where it goes. Right. And we talked about it last night, like, well, not even last night, but this morning, about, like, Seth Rollins being in the ring with him for the first time. I'm excited to see how that goes, even though CM Punk should not win the title. Um, but I'm excited to see how this view goes. Um, my biggest WTF moment was Bray Wyatt passing away. Like, Yeah, yeah, that's a big one. That is, like, well, as soon as, like, I was looking over the categories, like, this was the easiest one for me because, like, obviously it's a WTF moment for an entirely different reason. But it was just, like, obviously, like, they weren't really out in the open about his health concerns, and nobody was really talking about it. But the last thing we really heard about Bray Wyatt was he was supposed to be coming back. And yep. so then all of a sudden seeing that he passed away, it was like, what the fuck? And so definitely a very sad moment. I think WWE did a tremendous job with his tributes. Very emotional. I remember that SmackDown opening had your girl in tears. Um, yeah. so yeah, I mean, that was by far the biggest WF moment for me. By the way, the rest of the show is not going to get sad, but you know, rip, rip window. Yeah, no, yeah. We just want to put that out there. 
Um, okay. This is one of, now this was hard for me, but what do you think was the most memorable quote this year for you? Like uh, something somebody go. said that was like, that's going to stick with me. Or like it just blew your mind when it was said. Nothing really stuck with me, but this line, and um, it was pretty recent. Pretty sure it was a lot of better ones. I just can't remember them. But L.A. Knight, when he was talking to Roman in the ring, after Roman like went on a big spiel about him, and he was like, talking like that is a good way to get referred to in the past tense. I really love that line. Um, God, me and you talked about it, and uh, it turns out John Cena had a, a line certainly kind of like that. Uh, no, it's literally that's literally like a line in uh basic thugonomics. But it wasn't from John Cena, but it wasn't. No, from no, no, John it was uh trademark his cousin in basic thugonomics. It's in the song. Oh, okay. So that was like we talked about it. That was one of my favorite lines because I haven't heard that well, at least in a long time. And it's a pretty nice line, you know. It was just L.A. Mike talking trash to Roman, which <laughs> was pretty funny. So that's the one I chose. I feel you. This was another, like, like I said, it was hard because there weren't many years where it was just stuff that was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe you said that. Like, just randomly find myself quoting. So I may or may not have cheated last night, like went through like some of the best promos of the year. And so Becky Lynch, I may not think she's as great as on the mic as a lot of people do. But when it was her and Trish at the contract signing. (laughs) And she said, if you think barking like a dog was embarrassing, just wait till what I do to you at payback. And she said, welcome to the big time, bitch. Wolf, wolf. What the crap? That was so funny. Why do I not remember that? <laughs> I didn't remember it either. Because, like, I really liked that feud. And so why it was just so funny to me is because, like, Everybody talks about, like, when you think of, like, OG Trish when she was, like, in her heyday, you think about, oh, her and Lita main evented, um, what's it called, Raw. She was, like, at the time, seven-time women's champion, the most of any women's wrestler ever. Like, we don't talk about them early days when she was with Vince McMahon balking like a dog on all fours in the middle of the ring. And so for Becky to bring that out. Bring that back up was so sick. Because, you know, WWE is never going to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, they never did. They, they, they try to hide that. Oh, so many things from that attitude era that we just will never talk about. And I thought that was going to be <laughs> one of them. So I got a real good laugh out of that. All right. Who do you think had the best heel turn? Oh, Drew McIntyre. Hands down. I've been waiting for my boy to go heel. And the reason of it, like, the reason he went heel makes sense. It wasn't just nothing random, you know, oh, I just want to be bad now. Nothing like that. He had a full reason why he went bad, and I love every step of the way, and I want him to stay that way for a long time. That's a great answer. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna cheat off your homework, but that was a that was a good answer. I'm gonna say Trish Stratus, because yeah. I'll admit, like when she first turned heel. It just, it looked kind of sloppy. I, I wasn't rocking with it. But like I said, like, I think that the feud between her and Becky wound up being really, really good. And I think it produced some great matches. Like, that steel cage match, in my opinion, is one of the best matches this year. Um, Definitely the best card, match on the payback. Was that payback? Yeah, best match on the payback card. Um, And so, yeah, I will give it to Trish. Especially because, like, we, we see all the time, like, wrestlers from the past come back and don't really yeah. have much of an impact. And, like, they come back for their shtick, and, you know, it's a nostalgia thing, and then they dip. But for Trish, she came back, did the stuff with Lita and Becky. And, like, it made sense as to why she did turn heel. And, like I said, it led to some great matches with Becky and also helped kind of build up Zoe Stark. And so yeah. I, I'm going to give the nod to Trish. All right. Okay. Another, another hard one. What do you think was the worst booking decision of the year? I, I like to try to, you know, keep them up, you know, but the truth is, you know, as an officer theory, as U.S. champion, as long as they did, it just didn't work. Um, he really, not all on him right as well, like diminished the United States title for a while, you know, and I, he came to the point, I was just happy. You will forget he had it. He wouldn't be on TV. So, you know, he really tries, and I feel like he's going to get better over time. But um, him is United States champion, and I was so happy to see him lose to Rey Mysterio because it just wasn't working. They tried to book him. They tried to make him popular. You know what I mean? They tried. He just – it's something he's missing. I don't know what he's missing. It's something he's missing. But having him as United States champion 
that long time. It just, it just, it just didn't work. Oh my gosh, bestie. That's another one we got together. Well, it Look involves Austin Theory. Um, and so I don't know if you remember the elimination United States Championship match. It was what? Him, Seth Rollins, Bronson Reed, Johnny Gargano, Damian Priest, and Montez Ford. You remember that match? Yeah. That was one of my favorite, if not maybe my favorite elimination chamber match of the decade. And so mine is having him retain the U.S. title in that match. That would have been the perfect time to kind of get Johnny Gargano on a leaping pad. Bronson Reed or Montez Ford, who should have won. Or at the very least, just do something with Damian Priest. Obviously, it worked out for Damian Priest down the line. But I just feel like there was so many more other more exciting stories you could tell with the other wrestlers in the ring for that United States championship. And so it was pretty disappointing that that's how it went, but it was still an absolute banger of a match. And if you haven't seen it or don't remember it, I highly recommend. Like uh, one more thing with that. And I don't think, I think it went down as it did. Austin theory was Vince's guy. Yeah. And this is when when Vince came back. Yeah. And when triple H took over, I felt like for a little bit, Triple H didn't want people to think, I'm just about to throw Austin Theory in the trash can because that was Vince's guy. Like they did like when Triple, uh, I, Roman I came they, in and he said, your daddy's gone or whatever he said. Yeah, and you know, he had already made Austin lose the money in the break briefcase the way he did, which was the right decision. Yeah. But, you know, people were like, I've been seeing stuff online, oh, Austin Theory buried, you know what I mean? And I feel like deep down, Triple H just wanted to give him a chance. Triple H wanted him to know, like, hey, you're not my guy, but you still got a lot to learn, but I'm going to put you on this pedestal to see if you can make it. And he just didn't make it with the United States Championship. He just didn't. So, yeah. I mean, that don't mean he won't make it in the future. It's just, like I say, it's just something he's missing. I don't know what it is. Yeah, agreed. Um, yeah, it's just, I think it's time. He need a little bit of help. And I think maybe working with Grayson Waller will help him because Grayson Waller is pretty entertaining. Um he is. And so I think, and then maybe doing something with Logan Paul as well can kind of help boost him and like make him a bit more credible. But yeah, not a good move. You want to make him, hey, make him less hated. Throw uh, Dominic Mysterio in there. He will be the least booed. He he won't he, he won't be booed as much. <laughs> but if anything, the problem is I don't even think that people hate Austin Theory. They just don't care. And we've talked about this. I like, agree. You're right. You're right. Yeah. That's, you, that's 100% correct. We yeah. don't hate. We, we just don't care. We just don't care. Just don't care. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, like, I and we've talked about this. I think that's the worst place to be as a wrestler. Like, if fans love you, obviously that's a good thing. Fans hate you, and you get a reaction. You're getting a reaction. They they're tuning in to boo you. But if they just don't care, you dead in the water. Um. Yeah. Okay. Moving on to the you deserve better award. So essentially, what this award is, it goes to the wrestler who you felt like had so much potential but didn't get the right opportunities to showcase it. This lady can win the award every single year. I'm going with Shanna Baszler. Um, it is also has to go to do with an answer later for the show, but um, Shanna just deserves better. You know, regardless of whatnot, you know, she was in that feud, a, a, a um, quick feud with Ronda, and the match they had didn't meet. The, it, it didn't fit. It just didn't fit for WWE, but they tried something new. I give them credit Still for that. Still an L, not uh, having Trish and uh, Becky on that card, but neither here nor there. Hey, hey, look, you, you, you are 100% correct. But you put her in that spot, she beat, even though she's going to be going with one of my asses later, and I know you're definitely not going to agree with this, but in WWE eyes, one of the top female wrestlers. And they ain't do nothing with it. They didn't do nothing with it. Yeah. And it's like, you know, do something with her. She's very talented. She's very believable to be in a, like a badass, you know, uh, female wrestler. They could beat anybody. She could easily have been, you could build her up and easily be a good um, opponent for Rhea Ripley easily, but they never did anything with her, and it's just like she had so much potential. She could easily be more than what Ronda Rousey was easily. One thousand percent. It is like you're not doing nothing with that talent, and I thought it was gonna change with Triple H, but it hasn't yet, and it's just like why? So she definitely deserves better. Yeah, I mean, not even saying Zoe Stark was a fine number one contender, but if push yeah. comes to shove, Shayna should have won that battle royal. But that's neither here nor there. All right. Uh, the thing is, sometimes they protect her. It's like, so why protect her but do nothing with her? Yeah, no, straight up. 
hopefully that changes because uh, it's like they act like they want to do something with her and Zoe in a tag team but it's like bro like Shayna's at her best when she's by herself like making people snap crap or tap like no snap nap or tap like bring that back <laughs> Um, my option is Pete Dunn. I know he's going by Butch right now, but his mama named him Pete Dunn, and I'm gonna call him Pete Dunn. Um, this whole Butch thing, it never really worked for me because I don't know if you watched a lot of Pete Dunn in NXT, but if you did, you would understand. Like, this is for the listeners as well. Like, Pete Dunn was just the coolest dude on the planet. He didn't care if he wrestled in front of 20,000 people or two people. Like, he's still going to be the same way. He's not overly reacting to stuff. He's not this, like, annoying little Irish or British chihuahua that they're trying to have him be with the brawling brutes. And, like, it feels like they're kind of, like, leaning more towards him going back to the bruiser weight, which is when he's at his best. But just this year, it's just been so frustrating seeing him not necessarily be out of character, but be in a character that doesn't work for him. Because being the bruiserweight, I feel like he could have came up to the main roster and it would have worked fine. If you want to make it a three-piece, okay, I get it, especially when you want to go up against Imperium. But Pete Dunne is, again, he's, like I said with Shayna, he's somebody else who's better off solo, and I think they should have just left him alone to do his own thing. Yeah. All right, next up, this is one of my favorite awards to give out. It's the You Should Have Stayed Your Old Behind at Home Award. It's pretty self-explanatory. Well, I'm going to go, because just looking back, even though I protect her, looking back, she only had one good match in my eyes, and that was against um, Raquel Rodriguez on SmackDown. And that's when she still had the title, and that's Ronda Rousey. Um, I can't think of nothing just, just fully memorable with her last run in general. Because she sucks. Um, she lost, I mean, she won the Royal Rumble, which nobody really wanted, but whatever. Then you lost at WrestleMania, then won at WrestleMania Backlash, I think. You know, but it was just nothing like, the last say, the only like real good match I can remember, and I could be wrong, she could have had a better match down the road, I don't know, but it was against Raquel Rodriguez on SmackDown. That's it. You know, I don't hate Ronda Rousey, uh, but you know, you could have stayed at home. You know what I mean? And fun so, fact, that happened last year. Oh, see, see, look, see, you see, you see where I'm at? No, no, so, no, you're good because I swear I had something like similar about that, but then I saw it happen like December 22nd of 2022 and I was like, oh, okay, can't use that. Um, <laughs> I normally would give this to John Cena for obvious reasons, but I can't give it to John Cena this year because there was another old, man who should have stayed his ass at home like literally in that Shane McMahon because (laughs) I forgot up until like last night he was at Wrestlemania and then shortly remember oh yeah he was in the ring for less than a minute and tore his hamstring if that's not you need to stay your old behind at home I don't know what is but then it worked out because Snoop Dogg like worked on the fly and like punched the Miz in the face and it was fine but like that wasn't originally supposed to happen, y'all. Shout out to the Miz. Shout out to the Miz. But yes, yeah, so Shane McMahon, this award has to go to you. I couldn't give it to nobody else if I wanted to. All right. That's a good point. I honestly forgot about that. Me too until like, that was, I guess, something I had just buried in my brain. Actually, no. I think I was looking at my pay-per-view like notes and then I got to WrestleMania and then that's when it reminded me, oh yeah, Shane was there. Wrestling is weird. Okay, um, next, uh, the I'm Sick of Seeing You on My Television Award. Basically, this is an award that goes to somebody who, after a while, you just get sick of seeing them on your TV, whether you think they're boring or you're just not a fan. you just you just tired of seeing them. We might have the same answer. No, no, because I, I, I don't have an answer. Really? Um, I thought about it for a while, and, I, like, through the year, I just can't think... I mean, I could if I want to, if I had to pick somebody, it would be Austin Theory. That's why. I, that's why I had. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like I didn't just hate him where I didn't want him on my TV. It I don't like hate him. I just bad. I'm bored. I don't care. Yeah, but I guess I guess it's all it's also sympathy as well to me. I guess it's like you know because he's trying. I guess. You know, I feel like he's trying. And I think me and you had this conversation. Regardless if he got released today, he had, he was he's been in the ring with a lot of important people. Yeah. You know, so you know, they, 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 he's only what twenty five, something so, like that. 
So, you know, that, that's pretty good. You know, pretty good for his age. But uh, I don't know. I, I, I will say, you know, I, I got sick of him being on my TV. I just it's like I said earlier I just don't care that's the really the reason yeah, why I, I, and I, I, I think it's worse because he was US champion if he was not a champion I think it'd be different but like so. constantly seeing him and it being the same matches with him versus Bobby or him versus Seth it got old real quick it did you know they was trying to use him to, to use them to build him up and it just didn't work no it doesn't work um alright next up this this might be like my favorite favorite award uh, it is the You Trying to Get Married Award. This award goes to the wrestler who, like, you've seen them before, but, like, this year, really, you see them. And you like, yeah, you, you looking kind of good. And so this is only going to one person, Embryo. One person. I know you like to spread the wealth, but you can't do that. This is one singular person. Oh my gosh, why you gonna do me like that? Because I did it to myself, and you know I had options. When I read this, I was like, she's targeting me. No, I we do this every year. Uh, you know, it, it, it took me a long time and a lot of text messages and phone calls, you know. Yeah, of course, of course. Had to give him a, had to give him a heads up. Gonna be no, sleeping on some couches for a little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, you know, I can always go to this to uh, to uh this lady's house because, you know, I chose her, right? Mm-hmm. It should only be her because she's the champion. So I'm gonna give it to EO Sky. Okay, good answer, good answer. Um, yeah, so this is somebody who I've had my eye on for a while. And I know I've texted you about this person, like, throughout the year. Because, like, if someone was to ask me, Raven, what is your type in wrestler form? I think I'd say this person, and that's Angelo Dawkins. Like, I like my man's tall. I like it. Like, it's that nice mix of, like, muscular, but not, like, ripped. Nice little (laughs) goatee chocolate, yeah. Like, and don't get me wrong. Montez Ford is very attractive, but first off, he's Bianca's property. So for anybody lusting after him, back it up. And secondly, like he's just—he's very attractive, but he's also like just not my physical type. He looked good, but Angelo Dawkins, on the other hand, especially since he wants to start wearing the suits. Yeah, <laughs> but he has to have facial hair. He can't pull off just like a mustache or like no facial hair. He, he gotta have something. So he, he he gotta have facial hair. Yes, yes. It, it There are very few men on this planet who, controversial opinion, whatever, who can look f- as fine without facial hair as they do with facial hair. It's a very short list because you can be oh, yeah. fine with it, with facial hair. That's easy. But if you still look just as good without it, you dangerous. Hey, I feel you. I feel you. Look, I'm one of them people. I, I tell you, I got to have hair on my face. I, 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 can't, I, I can't go without hair on my face. Hey, Get it, like. So, so I, I get exactly where you're coming yeah. from. I'm one of those people that can't go out in the world without hair on his face. Not uh, even that you can't go out in the world. Like Michael B. Jordan is a perfect example. Michael B. Jordan is fine, okay, but without facial hair, I am not attracted to him that much. Like he got a nice body or whatever, he is not as attracted to me than with his little mustache and little goatee action. No, I get you. I understand. I understand completely. Then alternatively, Denzel Washington. In his prime, yeah. He, he could do In that. his prime, you weren't even born yet. What's your point? You don't. Okay, what's your point? I was just saying. Mm-hmm. Look, back, hey, hey, baby, hey, EO, we're going to celebrate tonight. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, you do that. And for the rest of y'all, you know, you know I love y'all too. Y'all no, you don't. No, you don't. You can't love me if you ain't giving the award. Um, hey, hey, look, I'm still, I'm still hurt my other baby, Sasha, and I, and I in the WWE, okay? I'm trying to get her back. I'm trying to get the boss back, you she's, know? She's coming back. I don't know when, I know, I've been, she's... I've been talking to her, I've been talking to her. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm getting her back on the train. Trying to get her on the podcast. You said what? Trying to get on the podcast. I got you, I got you. Appreciate you, appreciate you. All right, next up, another one of my favorites, the How Are You Not Dead Award. This Award goes to the wrestler who did a spot so insane, so wild, that we can't fathom how they got up from it and continued to wrestle throughout the rest of the night, year, whatever. This year did not have that many options for me. I'm not going to lie. But what about Agreed. you? I, I completely agree with you, but I'm going to go with this one because 
almost every year he almost tries to kill himself. Can't really think about nothing this year. But I know he well, he did jump off some stuff this year. I'm going with Kevin Owens. Um that was just one of the safest bets because I'm pretty sure if I look up something crazy, Kevin Owens did something crazy. And now that I'm thinking about it, when he was doing the title match. Uh, you talking about when he bashed uh, his head on them steel steps? That, but also when he was going against the judgment day and he was in the stands and he did a swanton off. Mm. The, uh, and like, yes, yes. They grabbed him, but like his back definitely hit the ground. Like yeah. He missed the table a little bit or whatever. Yeah, he definitely missed the table. He's always doing stuff for our entertainment. Yeah, right. yeah, he's always on our TV. He's always pushing. That's why he's one of my favorites. I know he's your favorite. So, no, he's one, one of my favorites. favorites. I'd be lying yeah, if I said I mean, he was like number one. Favorite. He my dog. Love me but, some Kevin Owens. Yeah, uh, Kevin Owens for sure. So, again, I didn't have like a specific spot, but I'll say this: like the triple threat at WrestleMania for the Intercontinental Championship with <laughs> all <laughs> those chops. Like I know they're not directly doing it on each other's hearts, but yeah. like these are big men. Who are chopping yeah. the hell out of each other? Like how is, is how is your heart not stopping? And they beat the crap out of each other. And do and do. So that would that would that would be mine. All right, entrance of the year, pretty self-explanatory. Just who's what wrestler is entrance, no matter when it is. When I mean, what pay-per-view premium live event that it took place at? Which one was your absolute favorite? Because did I I dead ass put this category on this list for one specific thing. Exactly. Um, you know, well, I thought about it just year around, not like one single pay-per-view to have. Like, yeah, 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 most of so, so, so mine is going to be different because I didn't think that deep into like what pay-per-view or whatnot. Um, <laughs> well, I, that I'm thinking about, I kind of know who you might pick. Oh, um, it's so easy. But I'm going to go with, I really like, it's about to be a cheap one, but I love Cody Rose's entrance. Okay. I love the music. I love the the um, pyro. I love it all. So I'm going with Cody Rose. That's, that's an easy one. That's beautiful. I'm going Prison Dom at WrestleMania because <laughs> I'm not, uh, again, as I was doing these categories, I was like, I don't have Dominic Mysterio anywhere. I got to put him in somewhere. And... <laughs> I already love the prison dom gimmick. And the fact that at Mania, they had this man roll up in a prisoner van with handcuffs on. <laughs> with the sirens, the police escort. Baby, that that did it for me. That was the best. That I liked that more than the match. Not to say the match wasn't good, but the fact that they went above and beyond to show this man really been in the slammer. It don't get no better. I, that was funny, so funny to me. The funny part that all all of that got started for from Thanksgiving. A small segment on Thanksgiving. Was it Thanksgiving? It it wasn't on Raw. It um, but yeah, they did it on Thanksgiving and on Raw they were talking about it and they like had Cosby was like, "Mommy, I can't go to jail. I'm too pretty for jail." Yeah, and that's like how it all started. To the parents' house went to jail and like nobody thought when that happened. It would lead to prison dom. Oh, that was amazing. It is just, it just has led to just the best thing in the world. And credit to Dominic and everybody, the writers, for like making it stick. It's perfect. Perfect. Like rolled up with the teardrop tattoos, baby. That. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, it was amazing. So, yes, definitely solely thought of that category just because I wanted to talk about it. All right. This is going to be tough. Probably. I don't know. Who had your return of the year? So technically, I'm wrong because she came before the return of the year, and I'm just thinking about her whole work, Trish Stratus. You know, uh, no, it counts because she came back sometime this year. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She came. She came. Yeah, you're right. She came back a little bit before WrestleMania just to do the you know the WrestleMania match. But for her, her body of work for coming back. You spoke about it earlier. Her work with Becky. Um, her WrestleMania match against Damage Control at WrestleMania, if I'm correct, it was Damage Control. Um, yeah. From her Hell in a Cell match with Becky, helping, uh, um, oh my gosh, uh, helping, um, Zoe Stark. Zoe, Zoe, I said Joey. Mm. Zoe Stark, you know, trying to help a young talent as well. Her work from then to now, and like, it was great work. And I just feel like, 
she did a great return, and when she left, it didn't feel um, overdue. Yeah. And it kind of felt like, hey, she could still be around, and it's fine that she's not. I mean, she, she left on a good note, great match with Becky, and it's like... Um, it's just, it's just, it was, it was good all around. Her return was just amazing. Yeah, I, we are in agreement. I also had Becky Lynch. Obviously, like I was so excited to see Randy Orton back, but I mean, that'd be kind of cheating. He just got back, whereas yeah. when Trish came, she did a lot while she was here. So yeah, we're in agreement. All right, feud of the year. So feud of the year. You know, I almost messed up because I was going to say Gunther and Sheamus, but that they feud actually happened before WrestleMania. So, that, they like, it ended like at WrestleMania. So, I went with the Bloodline imploding. That was one of my best favorite feuds of the year with, um, you know, them coming around. Jay finally, J- Jimmy and Jay finally turning on Roman. Um, had the great tag match. It started off slow, but it got really good at the end. From Jay going against him at SummerSlam again, like it was just a great feud. Um, even a little feud still with Sammy still going on a little bit because Roman came out to the, tight, the tag team titles. That was good. It was something we knew was gonna come for a long time, and finally to see it happen was pretty good. Yep, we are in agreement again. I pretty much said the bloodline versus itself. I know. Oh my gosh, look at us growth. Um, yeah, I did them because like it was hard to just like pick one specific thing because Roman versus Sammy was great. Roman and well, the Usos versus Roman and Solo was great. When Jimmy hit him with the Solo, like I'm doing what you should have did years ago. That shit was great. Like. It's just so many different iterations, like, of the Bloodlines implosion that, like, it's hard to, like, single it out, which also goes into, like, just with the, as the, as the kids would say, the cinema of the Bloodline. Like, it just shows why WWE made the right decision, in my opinion, to have Roman win at WrestleMania over Cody Rhodes. Hey, yeah, it's hard to argue against it. I give you that. All right, few more awards. Next up, we got match of the year. Oh, I've been waiting to say this for the longest. We, you didn't say something about it. I didn't hit it at it once or twice. Gunther versus Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre and WrestleMania. That's like one of the only matches I've watched multiple times this year. They beat the crap out of each other. I love that match. I had Sheamus winning. I was shot Gunther won. Still, it was the right choice. Uh, you picked Gunther. I picked uh, Sheamus, so you was right with the winner. Um, just a great match. And it just shows why I also had Gunther as the champion of the year. The man puts in work, and all three of them are workhorses. Um, I would love to see Hill Drew versus Gunther now. Um, I would love to see Sheamus come back and go against Gunther again. That was just a great match at WrestleMania. Uh, for me... I'm going, it's actually a match from that same weekend, but I'm going Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley for the uh, Women's Championship. Um, Great match. It was a terrific match. And I remember, like, being kind of salty, like, when Rhea won the Royal Rumble. (laughs) I'm like, hey, we going to get Rhea versus Bianca. Like, hype as hell. It obviously didn't happen that way. But the match that followed made it worth it. Like, it started off a little bit slow, but when it picked up, it picked up. And, I mean, yes. pretty much every time Rhea and Charlotte step in the ring together, it is an absolute banger. And so this was no different. And it was tough because, again, that Gunther, Drew, and Sheamus match was a banger in every sense of the word. But I'm going to give the edge to Charlotte and um, Charlotte and Rhea. Even though I ain't going to lie, Seth had, some, Seth had a few net matches that were knocking on the door, too. Seth, the thing about Seth that I feel bad for him, it's a good thing but bad at the same time. He has he always has such great matches. We take him for granted. We take it for granted. Yeah. Agree. And like not to cut off, but when he did that promo with Sam Punk and he was like, I'ma show you what it's like to be the best in the world. I felt that because Seth if we didn't have I don't think on here, but we didn't have conversations, I always say Seth is the best wrestler in the overall person in my eyes in out of the shield. Even 100%. though he's amazing. Self can talk on the mic. He can out wrestle anybody from the shield. He can do everybody. Everybody from the shield can do everything, but Self does it better than all of them. Ah, minus gimmick. 
Minus gimmick. I mean, even though Seth has a great gimmick, Chopper Chief is beat that gimmick. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Ro- Seth has had some great gimmick. Everything else I agree with, like in-ring work, yes. I think that overall Seth is better on the mic as a heel. Because, like, well, even, yes, as a heel. Um, Memorable matches, yeah. Like, consistency, yeah. Like, I, I agree. I feel like Seth might have mem- way more memorable matches, but Roman right now has more memorable storylines. 1,000%. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, Roman, I say, for all the Tribal Chief fans out there, Roman's right up there. For all the um, John Moxley fans, uh, it, it, it's not John Moxley. Is it John Moxley? Who Dean cares? Ambrose. He was Dean Ambrose. He's John Moxley you know, now. I never was a fan, so. I, I don't watch AEW, but I follow him. He's doing great work over there. I give him credit for that. But, um, you know, he's great in his own right, too. I don't want people to think I'm talking bad about him. But Seth, it, Roman's right there. But. I still get the edge to uh, the edge to self. It's just certain stuff. You can go ask self to do anything. Yeah, Roman can do a lot of things, but I don't. I feel like it'll be a category somewhere. I can't think of it right now that Roman can't do like self can. No, I I'm with you. I feel you. Um, but yeah, Seth is amazing. Um, all right, female superstar of the year. Very self-explanatory. For me, it really only came down to two people. So I'm interested to see what you say. This was a tough one. Um, I feel like I gave this one for more gimmick wise, and we didn't talk about this. Hasn't been great matches. Probably had two great matches since her reign as the world women's world heavyweight champion. I'm, I went with mommy. I'm hoping the next year or going down the line, she's having better matches, you know, and and better storylines too. She's she's bottled up with Dom and the Judgment Day. But just that, but it also speaks to her character that man, we really love Bobby, even though she hasn't had the best matches, but she's a great wrestler, yeah. And um, she hasn't had the greatest storylines, but like I say, what happened with Bianca, Bianca didn't have great storylines that pissed me off, but she always had great matches. So I expect more from Bobby, but I went with Bobby because, like, hey, hey, it's mommy, what, yeah. what she say? And, and what she say, mommy's always on top. So. Hey, hey, I'm not complaining. Hey, yeah. We're in agreement. I also had Rhea Ripley. EO Sky was a very close second for me. But I went with Rhea just because, like, her reach is insane. I, I think it's safe yes. to say she's the most popular woman in WWE right now, and it's not close. And I, I agree with you. And I think that just, like, she was already popping. Like, everybody already liked Rhea. But, like, this year really, really put her over the top. And, I mean, you kind of mentioned, like, the storyline with the bloodline and how she kind of has to do a little bit of everything with them. Like, when she was not with the – I'm not the bloodline, I'm sorry. When she wasn't with the Judgment Day last Monday, I was bored. I was like, where's where's Mommy at? Like, I don't care. This is silly. Like, I, I came here to see Mommy, as many people do. And, I mean, not to disrespect the Judgment Day because they are great with what they're doing, but it's clear – they are as far as they are. They are accomplished as they are because of Rhea Ripley. You take Rhea Ripley okay. out of the Judgment Day, this they this not ain't accomplished. They not. No. I'm not gonna say they won't be around, but they will not be no. as big as they are without Rhea Ripley. You are 100 percent right. Dominic Mysterio wouldn't be here. Dom Dom wouldn't be there, and Dom, you know, uh, and we didn't have this conversation. Whenever they break up the Judgment Day. You, you would think for a little bit longer, and I've been watching Dumb, even though I'm a bigger Dumb fan than most. He's getting better and better, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm interested to see, like, when this all implodes, like, one day, I'm not hopefully no time soon, what are they going to do with Rhea and Dumb? Or how long are they going to keep this Rhea and Dumb thing going? Yeah. Because sometimes I feel like people are more interested in Rhea and Dumb than the full judgment day. For sure. You know, it's in credit to them for playing it off so great, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's it's very well done. Like, I, y'all know I love me some Judgment Day. I don't want them to break up. But, you know, I'm interested. If if I had to pick a reason to look forward to them breaking up, it'd just be because I'm excited to see uh, Rhea, like, do her own thing and not yeah. have to – and actually have her own storylines. Because if we if we base this solely off, like, championship reigns, EO would a billion percent get it. But I'm basing okay. it off everything else and – Nobody is doing it like mommy right now. So I agree with you. All right, next up, male superstar of the year. 
uh, I'm giving him the credit. We just talked about it, and I almost looked over him a little bit. Um, but I got to put his greatness on the pedestal of Seth Rollins. Um, not only becoming the first, well, not technically first, but you know what I mean. Uh, first men's, I mean, men's world heavyweight champion on Raw. Um, putting on great matches. I'm trying to think with who everybody. United right. States feud with Bobby. You know, I love Bobby. He had great matches with Bobby. Um, tried to have great not great, but good matches against Austin Theory, trying to put him over. Um, great match with AJ Styles, winning the belt. Feud with Shinsuke. Starting to feud with Drew. Uh, great match he had with Jay last week for the belt. Um, and, oh, yeah, the great feud he had with Finn Balor. Yeah, that oh, match yeah. at SummerSlam was, that was definitely one of the matches that was like, oh, you, it was a contender for match of the year for me. Yeah, so you know he does this all the time, and I like when I think about him, I'm thinking about stuff that already been passed. The feud he had with Edge, the feud with Cody Rhodes, all of that. Even they, they even happened this year. Yeah, he deserves it. I'm giving it to Seth Rollins. Agreed. I also have Seth Rollins. Um, just the only thing I want to uh, add is like this is the first world like main card championship he's won in like three four years. Yeah. And he was more than deserving. I know that you can make an argument, well, Edge came back, and, you know, Rey Mysterio and AJ Styles. Nobody earned it more than Seth Rollins. And he's been a fighting champion that the WWE has needed. So, yeah. Exactly. I'm happy for him. All right. Now let's kind of look ahead to next year with our female potential breakout superstar of the year. Essentially, what this award is, in this case, is going to be the women's wrestler who we think is going to come out of the woodwork and have a terrific year and not one of the typical people we talk about all the time. No more mommy, no Bianca, no EO sky, no Becky, uh, Charlotte, none of that. No, nah, we, we talking about somebody who was coming out the woodwork and making a name for themselves in 2024, the year of so the So making a name for themselves so they can't already have a name. Not really. No. You want me to go <laughs> first? Go, so like you, give an example. You go first. You go first. All right, but so for the first time in, probably a year, I watched the NXT TakeOver. And, because I have not watched a lot of NXT at all over the past few years. But, I watched it, and I watched it. It was TakeOver uh, NXT Deadline. Still kind of confused by the rules of the match. But, <laughs> Lash Legend is a dog. Lash Legend is so talented. And I know I, like, I follow, like, wrestling fans on Twitter, and, like, they'll talk about her, and I'm like, hey, Strong, beautiful, and black, I'm rooting for. I don't care. But actually seeing her in the ring, I'm like, okay, I get it now. I understand why there's such a fan base. She's incredibly talented. She's mad athletic. And I'm excited to see what she does. I don't know if she's going to make the move up to the main roster next year. I would kind of assume so. But TBD, but just based off what I've seen, like all the hype that I've been hearing lately, it makes sense. And I can't wait to see what she does next year. Who did you choose? Lash Legend. Uh, you know what? That's who I was gonna choose. You can pick her. And I'll be like, we have two different reasons. Because at first, I did choose Eo Sky, even though she's champion. I know that's like dumb. I was gonna choose her because I feel like she has so much potential nah. to become even bigger than. That's way is. too easy, but, no sir. But, yeah, I guess I got you. So I'm choosing Last Legend. You know what? No, what? No, technically, she has got a name. Who are you gonna say? No, hold on. Give me one second, people. I, I, I'm gonna go with Last. No. You know what? Roxanne Perez. Okay. I just I don't watch um NXT a lot, but I just seen a couple of her matches and believe me, she is very talented. Um I wish I could go more in depth depth, but I can't. But I know I've seen a couple of her matches. I feel like she had one against uh Becky when Becky was NXT champion. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But um but she 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 is good for uh becoming a big star. Yes, I I watched her steel cage match with Kiana James, and I was like, eh. But, like, she's somebody else I've heard a lot about, so maybe I just need to catch her on a better day. Like, just watch a better match. Um, All right, same question, but now we're looking at male superstars. Well, again, (laughs) I got somebody, but again, I was going to say the Street Profits, only because they haven't had a great year. I feel like they're going to have a great year next year. I don't... Embryo, that's... No. I'm not not choosing them. Okay, I was going to say, because, like, the thing is, this year hasn't been great, but they're still, what, four or five-time tag team champions? We know who the Street Profits are. 
I got you, I got you. So for this a couple people, you know, I was looking at it and uh this guy been meant to come to the main main roster for a while. I'm gonna go with Brian Breaker. Oh my gosh, twins. I feel like Brian like Breaker has been ready for a long time to come to the main roster. I just feel like there's no spots for him. And the same could be for Carmelo Hayes. But I'm gonna go with Brian Breaker because I feel like he's been ready more. And uh I feel like maybe he'll debut in a rumble or maybe for uh raw after wrestlemania and i feel like he could really make an impact on the roster now i don't know exactly what spot he would be in but i feel like he, he could make a name for himself same for carmelo hayes i love me some carmelo hayes but i think right now they're kind of doing something with him and trick williams and so yeah. but it seems like Braun breaker is kind of just like out in the universe just kind of doing his own thing and so I agree with you. I think he is going to end up getting called up soon. And yeah. I hope they keep him as a heel. Because, baby, that spear is something nasty. It's Legal. sick. Because, again, watching Dead Lady line, and he, he threw out, like, three of them mugs in less than, like, a minute. I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> and then at the end, when uh, Trick was in the ring, I was like, he finna kill this man. And he didn't, obviously. But I was like, Braun is finna light him up. But, yeah, I'm excited to see what Braun Breaker does. We, we have the same answer. All right, the very last thing before we get up out of here, we have Psychic of 2023. And what that means is we're announcing who had the most definitive pay-per-view wins of the year between myself, Embryo, and Ethan. You want to take a guess? Well, the more, most pay-per-view wins? Mm-hmm. I know you beat me. Um, <laughs> between you and Ethan... I don't know. Ethan be sleeping you sometimes. Uh, I'm gonna go with you. First off, he only beat me one time, and he beat both of us at Crown Jewel. So watch him out. Yes, I won. Yay me! I have five definitive wins. I won Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, Backlash, SummerSlam, and Payback. You won Night of Champions and Money in the Bank, and Ethan won Crown Jewel. I only won two. You only won two. Yeah, I was taking the easy on you. Not, not, starting now, I'm not taking the easy. Say less. But what I mean by, like, definitive wins, like, there were no ties. This was, like, yeah. outright winner. And so, I outright. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Like I said, great wrestling year. Can't wait to see what 24 brings. Can't wait to talk more wrestling with you, Embryo. Now, before, I don't want you yelling at me and cussing me out. Is there a question for me or are we we getting up out of here? It's always the okay. time for questioning Raven. Okay. Just want to make sure. I want you to beat me up. You know, you know, because, you know, you, it's like you forget about this talk show within a talk show. Like, I really don't. I just want to make sure. Are not, like, are, like, it's not known to the world. You know what I mean? Okay, okay. So, I mean, this should count. They have talk show on NXT. They be having, like, two-hour-long show. You know, this you is right. Like, you you absolutely hour, right. You know, no, less, a little bit less. But let's go. What questions should we ask Raven for this show? Which one have I already asked? I'm going to ask this one because I think it's going to be fun. Okay. Who do you think will have the better last match? Which one I'm already have? Stone Cold or The Rock? Stone Cold. Because I don't think The Rock is going to come back. So you don't think he's ever going to come back and have one more match? No. Okay, okay. Well, Didn't you see he's trying to run for president? Is he really? I saw he was doing like something like presidential, like meeting with people. I don't think know if he's legitimately going to run, but he said that people have like come to him about running for president. I got you. I got you. Well, we're gonna get you one more question because this is the end of the year. Baby, baby, baby. And we're gonna go with this one. Okay. And I don't think I've asked you this, but I've been trying to mark him down. Okay. Who is a male and female star mm -hmm. you push to the moon? If you had the chance. Mm, okay. Bet, bet, bet. Uh, women's wrestlers. I'm going to go Shayna. Okay. Okay, okay. Because I hated her in NXT just because she kept beating Bianca. And like <laughs> EO and Kati and Rhea. So it's making me mad, but like that that iteration of Shayna was remarkable. And I know it's probably gonna end up being Becky versus Rhea at WrestleMania, but I really think you could book the hell out of Rhea versus Shayna 
and make it like one of the best matches on the card. Um, so I'll go Shayna on that side, and then men Montez Ford. <laughs> that was a quick answer. You Montez, I don't know how many times I gotta tell y'all this. I don't know how many different. Yeah, like I don't even know how many like languages I gotta tell you. Like I think Montez Ford is incredibly talented, and for anybody, and no disrespect to Angelo Dawkins, like I said, we we trying to get married, but. Montez Ford, I think, is just so charismatic. Like, I know he's supposed to be a heel right now, but it's so hard to boo him just because he's so captivating. In the ring, when he's just, like, not even wrestling, just kind of, like, chilling on the outside. Just, like, he's just so charismatic and so cool. And he just has world championship potential written all over him. And not to say staying in a tag team holds you back, but I think he could really go crazy as a single superstar. I don't know when they're going to do it or if they're ever going to do it. But if it was me, Montez Ford is going to be in a world championship match this year. Well, 2024. Nah, I got you. You know, you're right about that. Cause, uh, I'm not about, I don't know the line specifically, but I literally just saw it today. And uh, I was watching the clip with Bobby versus uh, Pete Dunn or Butch, whatever you want to call him. Um <laughs> when he was beat up on uh, Butch outside the ring, Montez was like, yeah, Black Friday sale is still going on. And I, it was something like that. And I was like, what? Did he just say? He is hilarious. He's, he's just hilarious. He's hilarious without even trying sometimes, I think. And it's just, you know, he definitely have, like, main event star written all over him, you know. And I, I think you didn't tell me this or I didn't read up or heard it, you know, he doesn't want to break up the tag team, but you know, in a way, like you say, it's holding him back, you know, and, but the thing, the good thing is, I say for the future, uh, Angelo Dawkins, like, when they be wrestling, he does more now, and he's actually pretty good at ring, you can see they got better and better, so, you know, maybe there's a single run from him, him too, somewhere, you know. Where I would like that. Off, I think Angelo know. Dawkins is talented. I think... Or, if Angelo Dawkins was not with Montez Ford, he would stand out a lot more. The problem is he's with Montez Ford. And no matter who Montez Ford is in the ring with, he's going to steal some attention. So you think whenever they do that, the, uh, uh, Angelo Dawkins will have to go to another show, maybe Raw? Not necessarily. Because unfortunately, I think the, how they're going to do it, they're going to have them break up and like turn on each other. And yeah. Well, I remember the idea I gave you a long time ago. You know, keep him with Bobby and have him and uh, you know have something happen. Yeah, yeah, between yeah. Bianca Belair and like, cause I, I feel like they're gonna get a female in there soon. Yeah, talking, I think it's um, gonna be B Fab. Yeah, they've been talking to B Fab, which is actually pretty good. Side note, kind of mad I didn't get to meet her when she went. She came downtown to Bill Street with uh, um, what was they? What was they called? Uh, uh, with, uh, um, shoot. I'm singing the song in my head. Um, no, 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 no. Oh my gosh, I'm wrong when I don't care. Because it was Adonis. It was, um, oh my gosh, it was Adonis. It was B Fab. Oh my gosh. I'm going to remember this brother's name when I don't care. I'm trying to find it. What's her name? B Fab? B Fab. It's Adonis and um, I, I see his face. Hit roll, hit roll, hit roll. Thank you, hit roll. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 when they when they did a show in Memphis, they actually was downtown, downtown, yeah. downtown on Bill Street with one of my friends, and like he was like, man, you could have met him. They was real cool. So they took pictures, would have been everything. Yeah. So you know, hate I didn't get a chance to meet them because V Fab is uh, she's joining the list. But uh, nevertheless, uh, you know. Hopefully they can do a few. She get into it with Bianca. Of course, Montez is going to choose his wife. Boom, that's how you get him out. Angelo Dawkins can still hang out with Bobby for a little while longer. You know, he's he still with somebody credible until he goes on and does his own thing. Yeah. Love me some Montez Ford, yeah. So Montez Ford and Shayna Baze are the two wrestlers I would, like, book to the moon, 100%. Because I can't say the obvious people. Like, if it was no rules, I'd probably just say Charlotte or Bianca. Cause duh. <laughs> I know that's why I, I can't um but yeah embryo thank you so much for doing this with me it's always a blast and a half and three quarters getting to talk to you get to talk wrestling with you and we're gonna be back next month aka next year for our royal Rumble predictions embryo's gonna try to take my seat from the top but don't you know i, I am a that's cute but i'm a psychic 
Embryo, anything you want to say before we get up out of here? Uh, you know, the usual. Everybody, thank you for listening. Everybody be safe. Until next time. All right. Thank y'all so much for listening. Happy New Year. Happy holidays to those who are celebrating. Be blessed. Try your best not to stress. And we will catch you all next time.